On today's edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast, we've got practice day two at the Novacare Complex Eagles training camp takeaways, plus Brandon Graham, Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, and Fletcher Cox. They've been together for over a decade. Who could be the next group of young Eagles that play together for a decade or more? Some Jersey talk, all of that coming up on this Friday edition of the Locked On Eagles podcast. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for making Locked On Eagles your first listen each and every day. Welcome, Eagles fans, to a Friday edition of the show. As always, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Louis DiBiase, joined as always by Gino Camilleri. We got some practice takeaways for you guys. The Eagles were on the practice field at the Novacare Complex today, open to the media. But Gino, before we get into that, Brandon Graham talked to the media today. Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, and Fletcher Cox, like the big four, the staple of I have personally really not known of Eagles football without, especially Brandon Graham. In 2010, he was drafted, and I'm a 12-year-old kid. Did I watch the Eagles before that? Sure, but that was like the first year I really got into it and became like a passionate football fan. So for me, that's all I've known. And, you know, kind of thinking about them and how long they've been together, 11 years as teammates, started to wonder about a lot of these young players on the Eagles. And if you had to create a new group of four, and there's a lot of options, which is a good sign, because that has not been the case for the Eagles most years. They have not had young talent over the last five mm-hmm. to seven years, I'd say, that have this kind of potential. But if you had to pick another group of four that could play together that long, which is rare, but if it happened, who would be that group of four? And I think you could go back to the early 2000s as well and throw some of those guys in there. Yes. I mean, Donovan and Brian played late into the 2000s yep. together, but there was the never linemen. those four guys that were really pillars of your team, right? You talk about what BG, Fletch, Lane, and Jason have all meant to this team. Yep. And I think more than anything, Lou, it's evident that the trenches are this team, right? So if we're going to start right there, great point. I think you have to go, Landon Dickerson, in my opinion. Okay. Toss Jordan Mailata on that list. Mm-hmm. Josh Sweat right now. Him and Jordan have been together for quite some time. Who says he's going anywhere? Nobody on Twitter mentioned Sweat. I like that you brought up Josh. He's already been with the guys for a couple of years, so you have to toss that into the equation. And I think you go with one of the Georgia kids as one of the other anchors there. Yeah. And you might get Which one would you five. Pick? You might get five if it all works out. But, that, I mean, obviously it's the NFL. But I would say... Like between the two, Smith or Carter. Yeah. If you had to say someone plays ten plus years in Philadelphia, who I think it? Nolan Smith because how much cheaper those players become once they get over that second, third contract, right? You look at Brandon Graham, he's not commanding that type of money you would expect out of a, a bigger interior defensive lineman even in and look at Javon Hargrave versus Jalen Carter. If they were to pay one of those guys I think you are going to pay the pass rusher, but that's a problem to worry about in five years from now, and hopefully they could pay them all. But at the end of the day, it starts with the trenches. That's where this team starts. It runs Mm -hmm. through there. So you have to find not just guys that are going to make an impact right away, Lou, but people that are going to send that message of what you are foundationally, foundationally as a team. And what kind of got lost 
after the passing, I think, of Jim Johnson in the 2000s was that identity, right? Like, what is the identity of this team moving forward? Because for so yeah. long... Well, Sean Desai it, talked about it yesterday, man. He wants the Eagles' defense to be like the city. Physical. He wants physical, you know, hitting, mm-hmm. like tackling, making plays, like being a fearful defense, which last year was the first time I felt like since, I don't know, even like 2017, I guess you could say, but last year just felt like a defense teams were actually scared of. And I think the pass rush is the main reason. But yeah, I think since Jim Johnson, you're right, there have not been a lot of defenses. Probably been like one or two that you can say that about in Philly. And I think the defense, more than anything, is what it runs through. Like the the offensive outburst that we have seen is something new, right? Even, yeah. even with Donovan, you didn't start to get those crazy outputs on offense outside of the Terrell Owens year, right? And no, a lot it was of really it came like once through Vic and DJX and them came in. Yeah, and it came through the run game of the co- collection of great backs that they had for yeah. the longest time and I look at this team right now, Lou, and it reminisces so similarly to a lot of those early 2000s teams and with the Kelly Green coming back to the Buddy Ryan teams where you just have one, two, three, ten guys that you could send at an offense, and that's going to make their life hell. And that's what you have to have in Sean Desai, the understanding that these guys foundationally can be great for me. And I think that's what Jeff Stoutland has done a great job with in his position group is that these guys know that they lead, right? The the old adage, offensive lineman lead. On defense, you got to know the same thing. Look at Fletcher Cox. Look at oh, BG. Yeah. Those guys set the tone. Those guys they get are the thermostat. It, there's a reason they get prioritized over other veterans and other positions to, to be kept, you know. And it's mm-hmm. not just because of their leadership, but yeah, it's the position they play. So I agree with you. I don't think it's a coincidence the big four that have lasted 11 years together are two offensive linemen and two defensive linemen. Mm-hmm. I would say I'm with you on Nolan Smith. It's a, the personality. It's the speed off the edge. I feel like he's somebody that can age well. Edge rushers, you know, I also think last longer than interior defensive mm-hmm. linemen when it comes to their effectiveness. So I think that's a reason I would put Nolan Smith in there. I'm totally with you on Jordan Maialata. Landon Dickerson, I hope, for some reason, the injuries, the, the that's injury fair. history, I'm, I'm scared that he might not age as well. Uh, so far, he's been able to stay healthy, so that's mm-hmm. just more pure speculation. That's but fair. I would say, of, of course, you got to throw Jalen Hurts in there, quarterback. And then, I, although it's tough because even the best of the best at wide receiver – have not lasted with one team for like a decade plus. I mean, you could talk about Antonio Brown, Julio Jones. I mean, even Devontae Adams, the list Mm -hmm. goes on. Much of these guys end up moving on for some reason or another, but there's something about Devontae Smith. I feel like he's going to be in Philly for a very long time, even over A.J. Brown. I just think he's the type of receiver that ages so well where even when he's 33, 34, you're like, we still want this guy in Philadelphia. So I'm actually going to throw Devonte Smith in there. I, I think even though it's a position that's less likely to have Howie Roseman, just keep him coming back like mm-hmm. a lineman would be i.e. Jason Peters. I mean, you know, he always wants to bring these guys back. I, I would say Devonte. I'm going to put Devonte on the list. Him in Dallas, I could see like Dallas taking <clears throat> yeah. on that Zach Ertz role, who obviously wasn't here weapons, for a decade. For sure, Gino. Like, it's, it's a lot tougher to project that with weapons, but I don't know. Yeah, with Smith, I'm going to throw him in there. I didn't even think about Jalen, like, obviously. Well, yeah, yeah. If if you can, I guess, the good thing is it hurts is at quarterback, and you can say that. And that Mm -hmm. has not been the case in a long time. 
yeah, the best teams are player led. And when it doesn't have to be just the quarterback sending the message, when the same message is spread across all of these guys. Right. And I love, I keep going back to that unscripted video they put out. If you look at the line of the guys that were standing up talking before the Super Bowl, it's not just Jason Kelsey lane. It's the Darius Slays. It's the AJ Browns. It's the guys that are, maybe a younger veteran type. Look at AJ. He's only 25, 26 years old, and he has to treat this thing like he is a, a 10-year vet and lead the way for this team. And that that above everything, Lou, is going to take them so far that we are able to have this conversation, right? And I think especially recently, too, with the influx of talent, because you're saying I can visualize a role for Devontae Smith on this team when he's 31 years old, and yeah. I could see Jordan Davis playing a huge role for the Eagles team. We didn't mention Davis, Gino. Like I didn't Cox. mention the, some Nicobe Dean too. Yeah, some fans were mentioning Nicobe Dean on Twitter. What if Cam Jurgens ends up being there the long-term go. replacement at center for Tyler Jason Steen, Kelsey? You might already found another one too. Yeah, I think I mean, you, you're on the right path, Lou. You're on the right path, and th- that's what kind of made the Eagles lose their way in that Chip Kelly, those post Andy Reid years was Deshaun. Macklin, Shady, Vic, those guys were the foundation setters at the time. And you just took the foundation and, and threw the baby out with the bathwater, right? But this time around, Nick Seriani, as corny as he sounds saying it, the connections truly are everything, man. That's yeah. what football football boils down to. Think of every workplace that you've ever been in. You probably don't like somebody, but in football, it don't matter if you don't like somebody. You got to suck it up and go out there. And I think that's why Lane, Jason, Fletch, and BG, yeah, I'm sure those guys have clashed heads at the end of the day, but they know they are know, professionals. They seem like best friends to me, man. I mean, well, now, I mean, you don't know in 13 oh, years, sure. I'm sure yeah. something has popped up along right. the way, but, but now but they right. know what they yeah. are to this team and yeah. this city above everything else. And they've gone through literally everything you could think of together. So mm-hmm. when you kind of have that bond and you've been through the highest of the highs, the lowest of the lows, even the most average of the average, they've been through every single mm-hmm. stage of the NFL life. So yeah, it's huge. And the, the exciting thing is, as we're talking about, the Eagles have a lot of different players that could end up being, you know, it could be more than four, Gino. I mean, you mentioned like you yeah. wanted to put five in there. You, we, you didn't even say Jalen Hurts. And then I didn't think of Cam Jurgens or Jordan Davis. So, yeah, there is a lot of options, and that's really exciting. And a lot of those guys shined at practice today. We'll get into mm-hmm. some practice takeaways coming up next right here on the Locked On Eagles podcast. And, guys, today's show is sponsored by eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Lyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster so with draft prep underway for the upcoming season let's see who Vinny has picked out for us in this week's ebay's guaranteed fit fantasy picks of the week and we're talking quarterback today i mean we're going to wait a little bit this guy i would say probably will finish in the top five because of his rushing but i don't know right now you could probably get him in rounds three through five and it's chicago bears quarterback Justin Fields. So, Gino, I think Lamar Jackson's going to end up going ahead of him. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, some of the bigger names. But when you look at how productive Fields was on the ground last year, and now you throw in DJ Moore, a healthy Darnell Mooney, maybe Chase Claypool takes a step, an improved offensive line. Justin Fields gives me Jalen Hurts 2022 vibes. I don't know if he's going to be in the MVP conversation, but for fantasy football, his rushing, I think, is going to stay Close, maybe it dips a little bit, but the passing, I think, is going to surge. So I think Justin Fields is really good value in the middle rounds of your draft. 
if you don't want to spend a pick on Jalen Hurts higher than you're going to have to, because yeah, right now he's, Hertz, like he's going to go higher for sure. First, he's a top round. pick. And yeah, if you want exactly. to get that bargain bin and get Jalen Hurts a year before he turns into the Jalen Hurts, that At you a know, round or two later value. Yeah. Maybe even three or four. Who knows what the landscape of fantasy football, Justin Fields is that guy. Why athleticism, athleticism, yep. athleticism. Look at the top dogs, the Josh Allen's, the Jalen Hurts, the Lamar's, Justin Fields, Lou, I think you're spot on saying he could potentially be a top five scorer at yeah. the quarterback position, and you might get him in the sixth or seventh round. That's great value. Vinny Lyre from Lockdown Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship this year. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With eBay Guaranteed Fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure you ride your ride, I should say, stays running smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shock struts, you name it. eBay Motors has it all, and they make sure it's at the right fit for your car because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicles the first time around. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC up, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up because now you know you'll always be set up for success from the get-go with eBay Guaranteed Fit. Everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. For the parts and accessories that fit your your vehicle just look for the green check get the right parts the right fit and the right prices at ebaymotors.com ebay motors let's ride ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers eligible items only exclusions do apply all right eagles fans thanks so much for making lockdown eagles your first listen each and every day shout out to our everydayers monday through friday for making us a part of your day and your week today the eagles hit the practice field the second time this week, training camp kicking off where it was open to the media. So we got some takeaways, Gino, and uh, we've been talking about them a lot over the last few days because they're getting hyped. We were talking about in segment one who could last a decade plus together like Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, Fletcher Cox, and Brandon Graham have. But we got to talk about them more. I mean, at practice today, it sounded like all the new additions stole the show. Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith, sounded like DeAndre Swift was making plays in the open field. Olamide Zacchaeus. I don't know if Howie Roseman nailed every move like he did last offseason, but it sounds as promising. And that wasn't the case when you look at 2018 to 2020. Didn't really feel like there was that hype with a lot of the new additions. This year, it feels like last year all over again. And maybe out of necessity, maybe that that's what you see and it's the, the sure. closest thing to what you had last year and you're hoping that it is similar to that. But I really think that these guys are, are going to – come into this team and, and really make a statement for themselves right away. And Jordan Maialata had an interesting talking point in, in his press conference today where somebody asked him, as somebody who came from being not a starter, working their way up, yeah. what was the hardest adjustment to get with the ones? And he said the speed. And hearing guys like Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith able to take one-on-ones yeah. against the ones and like compete at like that double. speed – Gino, it's not like Carter blew up a double team in first against the first team today. And that's what you're going to see. And Jordan said that Nolan Smith hasn't been over to his side yet, but you're going to see him move over. I love that Alameda Zacchaeus has this yards after the catch ability. It yeah, seems that it you like. have to have that as an Eagles wide receiver, as Zach Pascal, as good as he was in his role. That's really not what he was as a receiver no, last year. And it's evident what these guys want and what this team wants. And at the same time, the new guys are doing well. Jalen Hurts sounds like he's just 
continuing to be Jalen Hurts, yeah. right? And AJ Brown continues to dominate out muscle Josiah Scott. The first play of the game, Jalen Hurts hits uh AJ Brown on like a 30 plus yard pass. So yeah. The the veterans sound like they're killing it. But it just makes me so excited. I mean, we said it last week. We just felt like Jalen Carter was going to steal the show in mm-hmm. camp. And I guess he blew up a double team. He beat Lane Johnson one-on-one on a rep today. Uh, Nolan Smith, apparently they're talking about that speed off the edge. And he's playing on Hassan Riddick's side of the field right now. It is very apparent how quick he is. Mm-hmm. He even uh, Tim McManus of ESPN said, after one sack, the next play, he drops into coverage and blankets Dallas Goddard and Boston Scott. So that's, I mean, again, really exciting. I just, I can't can't wait to see these guys on the field. That's the true overhang position that I've mentioned on this yeah. show time and time again. Where Smith might be better at it than Reddick when it comes like he would. Oh yeah, that speed and change of direction ability. I don't. I mean, he might be more of a guy that you want dropping back in coverage than Hassan. Hassan's a little bit bulkier than yeah. Nolan Smith, right? Yeah. Where you want him to utilize his his upper body strength to yes. to get to the quarterback. Where Nolan, he's going to be more of that chess piece, and that's kind of what we have talked about and using him as a Micah Parsons light to an extent mm-hmm. with a little bit more coverage ability. I Micah, would love to not... see them both on the field at the same time. Like maybe yeah, take it's going to off happen. the field, have Nolan and Reddick on one side each, and you can do whatever you want with them. What's going to happen the first time? Like you mug N'Kobe Dean up in one A gap and you mug up Nolan Smith in the other A gap. And then all of a sudden you have to account who's going to pop into coverage, who's going to rush the quarterback. Exactly, that's exactly. that's the element guys of on the both side. Sides. Yes, because, you know, when it's Brandon Graham on one side and Nolan Smith on the other, it's pretty predictable. If it's mm. Josh Sweat and Hassan Reddick, it's pretty predictable. If it's Nolan and Hassan, you have no idea. And they're going to have all three of those guys out there. And Sean Desai doesn't shy away from allowing those smaller type of rush- rushers, the Daryl Taylors, the Uchenna and Wosu. I told you to go watch the guy. He just got the bag. If you want to see what guys are going to do, go watch Uchenna and what he did for Seattle last year because the Eagles have a lot of body profiles, a lot of athletes that fit that bill of what Sean Desai is going to ask his guys. And, oh, at the same time, you have Jordan Davis, who's 30 pounds lighter and all of a sudden is much more well-conditioned to fit this lifestyle of being a three-down player. And it sounds like Cam Jurgens is hitting it in stride, being with the the ones and everything. Sounds like he's entrenched as the starter right now, at least early on. Yeah, everything that you're hearing, of course, sounds positive, but you would just want to see these guys getting better each and every day. And I think that the best thing that you could see from the young guys is seeing that they're able to keep up with that speed and doing well at that level. And Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith, Jalen made a comment today saying he wants to be the defensive rookie of the year, Lou. I think he could be. When's the last time we've had that conversation? We did a show on that a couple weeks ago. And again, I mean, that award goes to most of the time pass rushers, although a corner won it last year with Sauce Gardner. Most of the time it goes to players that have high sack totals. And if Jalen Carter can push close to 10 sacks as a rookie defensive tackle. Could you imagine? Yeah, he's totally up there, man. So, yeah, it sounded like practice was exciting today for a lot of the new additions, the veterans. And I love hearing the Nick Sirianni, like, one I think like one whatever drill in for receivers when it comes to ball security was already screaming, fired up like 10 minutes into the practice because he's holding them accountable, and that's big. Mm-hmm. Like There's going to be no lackadaisical, we were the one seed last year, we can get by in camp. Like there's, It sounds like there's none of that, which is, which is good, especially when there's so much rest. When the players are on the field, Sirianni knows he needs to make the most of these practices. 
And that's why you're a Western New York Italian, Nick Sirianni. I don't <laughs> yes. think I got we understand it. any happier than when I saw him breaking out a couple F-bombs and getting into those guys. And that's what you have to do, Lou. You it's can't one thing he has that quietly. Doug and Andy Reid did not. I feel it's like Western maybe, New York. Yeah. I, yeah, I opened up my fire. I opened up my speech at my end of the year press conference, not end of the year press conference, but our end of the year banquet with our lacrosse team. And I said, you probably don't understand why I act the way I am. And I'm an Italian from Western New York. And then people yeah. are like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And I'm like, that's how so I coach is like Nick Sirianni. Yeah. <laughs> man. You, got, you love the guys as much as you do because you understand what you can get out of them. And I think Nick expects the best, especially out of his position group that he has coached before. And as a head coach, you kind of flock back to that position that you knew right. so well, and you're going to hold them as accountable as anybody right. and set the tone with Devontae, set the tone with AJ. Let those guys know, man, like, hey, you guys are young. Doesn't matter. We know what you can do. You have to be accountable because we talked about yeah. you have to just be as good as you were last year, if not better. And if you're not better than you were, you're sitting still and you're probably yeah, going everybody backwards. Else is getting better. Do you know the AFC looks a lot better this year? The NFC, maybe not so much, but San Francisco's gunning for you and you have the target on your back mm. in that conference. So, yeah, accountability is huge. Yep. And, you know, to wrap up the show, I want to hold the Eagles social media team accountable. <laughs> they said Kelly Green jerseys are going to be announced on Monday, July 31st. The team officially announced, according to all the beat reporters, that Kelly Green merchandise, including jerseys, are going to be available at the Pro Shop at the link. So I'm nerding out on this. I can't wait. It's been so tough, but yet so fun to see all these NFL teams release these vintage uniforms. The Houston Oilers look is coming out for Tennessee. The Creamsicles, I mean, you name it, Seattle's 90s jerseys look great. We're going to finally get the Kelly Green jerseys on Monday. We've been talking about this on the show for five years, so I'm extremely pumped, man. I mean, they're going to look, this team especially on offense, with the amount of, like, every skill position player outside of Dallas Goddard has a visor. The arm sleeves, I mean, it's going to look, this team's going to be, I can't wait. And I wonder, I just wonder what games they're going to wear them. And Jeff Kerr of CBS Sports reported that it's going to be treated as an alternate more yes, than their base correct. uniform. I would imagine which, two, three games tops. However many they wore last year where they wear black three times, I think they'll mm -hmm. probably do that. And Jeffrey Lurie has talked about kind of wanting to phase it back in. So I think that's the first step of where it maybe could eventually take over as the full-time uniform, which I, I, I wouldn't mind. I can't see it, but you wouldn't mind it? So you would be all interested. I'm over these... You have, the 2000s the was like, let's make everything game. dull and blind. I know. Let's I take like the Seattle, Green has so gotten, sick, and then know, just true. make it ugly, right? I agree. I think the Kelly Green looks better than Midnight Green, but that's like our Eagles. It's what we know. They want a championship in them. I think the Green has gotten know, better over the years. So, but you can't I, tell the story without the Jaws as the cunning hands. I agree. Like, that's that's I agree. part of what got us to where we were. I, but man. that's why I want the. I would love it permanently as the alternate. Like if I could pick three jerseys for the Eagles to permanently wear. Like let's say they could never change them. For me, the home jersey is the midnight green. I think the away jersey, though. I think actually two of the three. I just need the midnight green home jersey because. The away jersey I'd want to be the 90s look, and I think my alternate would be the home 90s look. Even over like the 70s and the 60s designs of Kelly Green, give me the two 90s looks and then just the midnight green jersey. I could do it without the white or black, but yeah, I don't know, man. I need my home jersey. That's, that's everything. <laughs> I do like the midnight green. It's what won yeah. you a Super Bowl, right? I just think it's a, time to, to get person. with the times. It's mm. time to get with the time. Hey, I'm with you, though. You're right. Everything I think goes backwards. I noticed a lot of the... I think the 90s in all sports was the best era for uniforms. In the NBA, yes. the NHL, the NFL. MLB already always has terrible jerseys, but 
so when you see a lot of these get released, I'm like, these all do look better than most of these mm-hmm. teams' normal jerseys because they're just they brighter. They're more detailed. I, I am with you. I just, yeah, maybe it's more of the nostalgia in, in me that just doesn't want to let go of Midnight Green. I mean, look at what the Broncos did coming out with the old yeah, with school the D on the white I even like helmets. the Cleveland Browns Ooh. white jerseys. With the oh, white yeah, helmets. the all whites are I sweet, actually like man. those. Yeah. Yeah, and as much as I hate the Bills, like the best thing they could do is just go full royal blue full time 90s, like, the, 90s yeah. royal blue those things yeah, are you. mint and th- that like the one red that's just like a little deeper than the other red that yeah. they have there as well and i think the giants did a great job going back to what yeah, they, they got did. as well and the oilers man i mean that it's is gonna be the best looking nfl season they've had okay since here the lou here this this is a question and th- this is a very yeah. niche question and this actually it hits home to me in rochester if a team leaves I'm with you on this already. If a team leaves no, and another team no. comes in, mm-hmm. relocated from somewhere, should that team that is relocated there get the trophies? Should they get the lore? No. Or is it the team no. that moved away? I And I know if it's the same ownership, they keep everything. So like the Seattle Sonics, Clay Bennett moved them to Oklahoma City. Mm. So all the records stay you know, I, to me, I don't like that. I think it should be to the city. I do like too. The Baltimore Ravens, for instance, when they moved, like when the Cleveland Browns moved, and they became Baltimore. Can you imagine if like they couldn't, Cleveland gets a new team and they can't be the Browns? Like that's mm-hmm. what happened in Houston. They, I don't know if they didn't want to be the Oilers again, but they couldn't even if they wanted to because Tennessee mm-hmm. has them. I, I'm with you. I hate that. The, I love the Houston Oilers look, but I hate that Tennessee's the one that gets to wear them. Like if the, if the Eagles moved, and another team was wearing the Philadelphia Eagles jerseys, let's say in like Austin, Texas, you're damn right I got a problem with that, especially if Philly got a team back. And the funniest part, it's kind of petty, I kind of love it though a little bit, Tennessee's wearing the Houston Oilers jerseys against the Texans. I know, I know. Which is and hilariously petty, NBA-level pettiness, but I'm with you, I am not a fan of it. I think no, the city it, it owns the team, the jerseys, the records, I think it should belong to the city. I know that's not how it works, it's based on ownership, but I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, and it hit super home to me because our NLL Rochester Nighthawks moved up to Hamilton, yes, yep. and all of a sudden it's like, we won our first playoff game. It's like, they won three titles 10 yep. years ago in my lifetime. What are you talking about? I couldn't oh, imagine I get, that, Lou. Right, because if you get a new, like an expansion team back, yeah, you lose all your records. Yeah, so yeah. the owner took like, them imagine away. Like Philly, like, like, the Eagles leave, they go to Austin, but Philly gets a team back. And, yes. Oh, you don't have a Super Bowl, actually. No, you it's never that, won Austin a Super Bowl. The Austin yeah. team does, exactly. No. And, yeah, no, like, no, that would bother me. That would bother me. They have the Quebec Nordiques jerseys, and it's That'd like, if a Quebec team comes back, why should the Avalanche add that jersey? Like, you imagine as a diehard fan of a team for 30 years, and then you lose that team, and then you get one back, but you're almost not allowed to own your own history. Mm-hmm. Some other city gets to take credit for that. That's yeah. unbelievable. No way. <laughs> It's like the bu- the buffalo the, or the, the chicken last wing thing moves to to Pittsburgh, right? Right. Like, it's like <laughs> we own the chicken wing now. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's we not bought how it. This thing works. No, no, no. The cheesesteak all of a sudden moves to to North Jersey. I think people would hate that. <laughs> I'm with you, man. I'm with you. All right, Monday, Kelly Green comes out. We'll have a show for you later on that day. Continuing to recap practice, we'll take a look at those beautiful getups. Get to the stadium. Wait in that long line. Go get your jerseys. I don't know what's a cool one. I think 
If you need some advice, number three, Nolan Smith, I think is cool. Number zero, DeAndre Swift. Oh, you got to go zero. Got but if you it. want safety long-term, number six, Devontae Smith would be my vote. For, if you're not mm. going to get a Jalen Hurts, be different. Get somebody that's not Jalen. But for Gino Camilleri, I'm Lou DiBiase signing off. This has been the Lockdown Eagles podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Shout out to our everydayers. We'll be back Monday. As always, thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching and listening. And let's go, birds. Fly, Eagles, fly.